0: Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. My name is Al D. I'm the host of the MBA Insider Podcast and the founder of MBAschool.com. Today, I'm excited because I have with me Daniel Yellen, who is the executive producer and host of Stern Chats, as well as a MBA student in the class of 2021, as well as Melanie Gonzalez, also a student at NYU Stern in the class of 2021, and also a co-host of Stern Chats. If you're not familiar with Stern Chats, you're going to learn all about it because they're going to tell you a little bit about it in this interview. And I always am excited when there's other folks who are out there podcasting, particularly in the NBA sphere. And Daniel and Melanie are going to share a little bit about Stern Chats and a little bit about what they've learned from producing this and a little bit more about what they learned about Stern. First off, Daniel and Melanie, thank you so much uh, for joining me today. And Melanie, could you uh, maybe just start, you know, tell us just a little bit about yourself what made you really choose to get an MBA in the first place?
1: I'm originally from Miami, Florida. Born and raised, went to NYU for undergrad, so I'm a double violet. I worked at Merrill Lynch in their international private wealth department before school, and I really enjoyed the work I was doing there, but I was ready for the next thing, which is the main reason I went back to school. I was really attracted to Stern because of the community. I had the opportunity to interview on campus and meet a lot of the current students, and you can just see how collaborative and friendly they were with one another, and so it just felt like an immediate fit. I'm super excited to be at Stern and also on your podcast.
0: Thank you so much. And I didn't realize you were a double violet. So you really know NYU at this point.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) For sure. Daniel, how about yourself? How did you end up at Stern?
2: Yeah, sure. And Al, thanks so much for having us on the show. After undergrad, I was a Venture for America fellow for two years in Rhode Island, worked at a furniture design and manufacturing startup. It was a really interesting experience to be able to see uh, a startup grow and get acquired. And at the end of the two years, realized that I wanted to have exposure to more than just the furniture industry, which is what I had known for those two years. <clears throat> so I moved to New York City and worked in marketing communications consulting for the two years before Stern and really liked the type of work that I was doing and realized that I really enjoyed client interaction, but also saw a lot of the challenges that we were trying to solve with marketing language were actually these, were actually these bigger system-wide problems within these companies. And so I knew that if I wanted to solve those problems, I'd have to make the pivot to management consulting. And in order to do that, an MBA was the logical next step. And for me, Stern represented so much of what I was looking for in an MBA program, where I felt connected to the students in a way that was actually quite similar to my Venture for America class, where this was a group of passionate people with diverse interests and diverse backgrounds who are interested in doing a variety of different things. And also that it was centrally located in New York city. It's just a pretty special place to be for your business school experience. And so it's been a wonderful year and a half so far and sad to see it closing out in six months but it's been great so far.
0: Thank you both for sharing a little bit about yourself. What I'd love to know a little bit more about how you both got involved with Stern Chats. I know you both probably have a pretty busy schedule with lots of different things what really prompted you to get engaged in this you know, activity and what has that experience been like?
2: Yeah, I can jump on this one. I actually had the opportunity to talk with one of the founders of Stern Chats before I decided to come to Stern. It was just put in touch through a mutual friend and I had seen the show and had listened to it. And it was a good introduction for me to get to know some of the professors, some of the students before I came here and actually helped me make my decision to come to Stern, which to this day is who a lot of our listeners are. It's people who are considering getting their MBAs. And so that was my introduction into it. And so then when I came to Stern, I was seeking out the club. For me, it was an opportunity to be a little bit of a historian for the school and to catalog the different stories of the administrators, the professors, the students, of course, the interesting alumni. And so I went out looking for the club, joined as a associate producer, as an MBA one, and then took on this executive producer and host role in my second year.
0: That's great. How about you, Melanie? What what kind of drew you to the opportunity and what has that experience been like for you?
1: In the spring, Daniel was looking for the next set of co-hosts for this school year. And it just seems like a really fun and interesting opportunity. So I decided to audition for the show. Daniel and his fiance, his fiance was actually the one interviewing me, or I'm sorry, I was interviewing her for the audition. And even that experience was just so much fun. I was like, this would be awesome if I had the opportunity to be on a podcast and host it. And it's just been a really great opportunity being able to talk to some of the classmates in our community that are doing such amazing things, as well as a lot of our alumni who are out there um, also doing amazing things. So I'm super happy that I jumped on
2: board. Yeah, we had a fun audition process where we yeah. wanted it to be equal for everyone. And so I had uh, everybody interview my then girlfriend, now now fiance, <laughs> who's like I, I mentioned before we started recording is a public school teacher here in New York City, just to put everyone on equal footing so that they could all have the same conversation. We would could more easily compare all the folks that were auditioning for the role and Melody knocked it out of the park. So been great it was a little
1: nerve-wracking even though it was <laughs> just you evaluating me it was still a little nerve-wracking I won't lie
2: <laughs> yeah I wonder
0: how it compares Melanie with all the other interviews you've had to do in your time at Stern
1: yeah you have we so we have a pre-call with each person we're interviewing before just to set some ground rules see what they want to cover and what they don't want to cover and so after we have that initial conversation we go into the drawing board do our research and come up with some topics that we want to ask them about So there's a little bit more pre-planning when we do film the actual podcast compared to the interview. And I definitely have gotten my practice in. So I think I'm actually doing much better than I was for my original audition, let's say.
0: For sure. For sure. Daniel, I want to jump back to you for a second. So one thing that you mentioned, which I think is great, is that you actually engaged with Stern Chats when you were a prospective student going through the MBA application process. And it was one of the things that drew you in or one of the other things that drew you in, I would love to know a little bit more about that in the sense that, you know, what as a prospective student, there's, it can be overwhelming, right? There's a lot of things out there. There's a big, it's a big decision. What from the podcast really gave you confidence that number one, like this could be a place that I could see myself at if I were to go to business school and then even to go a step further to be like, Oh, this is something that I would love to be a part of if I were to go here?
2: Yeah, no, that's a really good question. So I think something that the show has always done well is it's tried to represent a different segment of the Stern community in each episode and tries to show as much of the Stern community as possible. So what stood out for me, I can actually tell you that the two episodes that I listened to, one was with Sonia Marciano, who's a strategy professor at Stern, and one was with Rich Hendler, who is a business law professor, and I'm actually currently in his class. And for me, it was an opportunity to get to know the professors a little bit more. That's what I was looking for. I wanted to see what are these people like who I'm going to have the opportunity to learn from. Now, that's not what everyone is necessarily looking for. So we also try to make sure that we show diverse student interests, people who come from a lot of different backgrounds who go on to get an MBA. Some people want to see how successful the alumni end up being. So we make sure to show the successful entrepreneurs and business leaders Some people want to just to get to know the administration a little bit better, get to know the dean of students, get to know the dean of Stern. And those are all people who we've had on the show in the past and are people who we try to represent because we know that prospective students have a lot of diverse interests and make their decision to come to Stern based on a number of different factors. But for me, it was to get to know the professors a little bit better.
0: I think that's great, and I, I think sometimes it's easy to forget that not only are these uh, professors, a lot of times very distinguished in their field, but a lot, in a lot of cases, they're also on the front lines working with many companies and management teams and CEOs, et cetera. And I'm biased, but I personally agree with you. I think there's a lot to be learned that's out there um, and a lot of richness to the knowledge. And, and so I think that giving a platform and amplifying that is only to benefit for an audience or, or for even on a, quite frankly, for the school for that better. Um, yeah, and just giving them, give, give them the platform to share that out there. Melanie, I want to go back to you for a second. And we've hit on this a little bit. One of the great things about business school is that you can literally do anything. And one of the challenges about business school is that you can literally do anything. And that can be overwhelming. <laughs> it can be hard to choose. There's never enough hours in the day, et cetera. I would love to know. So let's say, for example, you take a leadership role in a club, which I'm sure both of you have in many ways, you know what you're getting in terms of the experience and what you can learn from it. And, and that's well and good. But something like this is, is a little bit different. And I think that's great. And I would just love to know maybe from your experience being involved as a co-host, what have you learned from this experience much? What have you learned from being involved in the Leaders as a Club? What has this given you that maybe you didn't have previously or that has allowed you to maybe do that you didn't necessarily get in another venue or another activity?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I'm very involved in school. So I'll start with that. And one of the things I always ask is what will this opportunity give me? So for example, I'm involved in the Association of Hispanic and Black Business Students working on the admission side. So that fills my passion for getting more underrepresented minorities into business school. I'm also part of the Stern Women in Business. So that fills another gap. And so for me, I was like, okay, so what will Stern Chats give me? And I think, and I told this to Daniel during the audition, it really just gave me an opportunity to come out of my comfort zone, do more public speaking. And at the same time, I had an amazing opportunity to interact with really awesome alumni as well as current students. And i just had such amazing conversations. I walk away and I feel like I'm leaving a therapy session sometimes because I'm just so inspired by all of the endeavors that they're currently on.
0: Yeah, that I, I think that's great. Daniel, how about you? Anything you want to add to that or anything that you've really gained from this that maybe you didn't uh,
2: have or that you weren't maybe getting in the same way from some of the other things that you were involved in? Yeah, I've been someone where having a creative outlet is always important. It's something I did in undergrad. It's just a part of who I am. And so the ability to build something and to put something out every single week and know that we have to stick to this schedule and it's going to be different every week and the experience of editing an episode that you are hosting is entirely different from editing an episode where there are two other hosts on it and it's an ability to connect with a really incredible collection of sternies there's Melanie and I and we have four other co-hosts who work on the show with us who all have really interesting interests and different abilities and different skill sets it's been wonderful, not only to get to talk to these guests, but also to interact with these hosts and to have the ability to work with all of them has been great and especially important. I think this year where Stern chats has always been an important club in bringing the Stern community together and showcasing the best of what Stern has to offer. But this year, especially where it's been more difficult to connect with our classmates and to create these deeper relationships, to have this group of people who we work together constantly, to build something that's going to last and is going to last beyond our time at Stern, that's been immensely special for me. And then that's not even to mention the operations side of this club. And there's a great group of people. The president of the club is someone I'm incredibly close with, and couldn't have made this year possible without him. We used to record in person in the basement at Stern. There's a full recording studio, and none of us has had the opportunity to have has had the opportunity to record in that space. So from a creative outlet perspective, not only this year did we have to learn how to ramp up the club and build it into a smooth operation in the way that we would be expected to do to carry on the legacy of the show, we've also had to entirely convert the show to a remote recording, which is difficult in a lot of ways, as you can see, and your listeners won't be able to, I'm recording in a closet, but on, on the other hand, it's given us a world of additional opportunity in who we can have on the show where in the past it was who is coming by Stern, who can actually spend an hour with us at lunch in the basement. Right Now we can record at 6 p.m. on a Friday with someone who otherwise we might not have had an opportunity to talk to. And so that's been really cool. So it's helped me also see just the breadth of the Stern network in a way that maybe I otherwise wouldn't have seen if I was running the show in a traditional year.
0: Yeah, no, you got a unique experience in that, that is for sure. (laughs) And it sounds like you found ways to turn that into an opportunity. And I think that's great. And on that notion, you just talked a little bit about how you've been able to maybe get exposed to other parts of Stern or other types of people that maybe you wouldn't have before. And I'll start with you, Daniel. But I would love to know, what's something that you've come to learn about Stern that maybe you didn't know before you started started this podcast or started being involved in this podcast?
2: Yeah. So I think the most interesting thing for me coming out of this experience is that the Stern network for the full-time MBAs, which Melanie and I are both full-time two-year MBA students, the network is much bigger than that. Stern also has a thriving part-time program. It also has a pretty significant executive MBA program. And through the podcast, I've had the opportunity to connect with folks in both of those programs also. So the network isn't just the 400 people who are in our full-time class. It's also these part-time NE MBAs. And I don't think there's a better example of that than Melanie had the opportunity to interview Megan Fairchild, who's a part-time MBA student, is also a principal dancer for the New York City Ballet. Fascinating I so sure. conversation. <laughs> she was yeah. So <laughs> M- Melanie is also a very accomplished dancer herself. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, and yeah. but these are folks who are doing really cool jobs right now, and in many cases are doing the types of jobs that we would like to do coming out of our MBAs. And so it's brought those those communities together a little bit more than I think would naturally happen otherwise. And so it's been important for us to bring in those part time any MBA voices. Onto the show, we've done a good job with the part time, hoping to have some EMBA's on the show next season, and to bring those voices in and to make people in the Stern community realize that their network is much bigger than they think.
0: Uh, I think that's I think that's great. And Melanie, do you want to add anything else there, or maybe even talk a little bit about your experience in, in that interview? Because it sounds like it was a pretty as a pretty powerful one. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So first I'll add to Daniel um, about the network. I think another part of that is when I'm interviewing some of our alumni, you really see how long the network lasts, right? It will last for a whole lifetime. And so you hear about these stories, how they, they got their second, third opportunities from people in the Stern network. And that's something you hear about business school, of course, when you're applying, but when you're actually interviewing someone, it's really great to see that flourish. As for my interview with Megan Fairchild, I was absolutely starstruck. So I went to NYU, as I mentioned, I was in the Tisch school where I got my bachelor in fine arts of, uh, in dance. And just hearing her story about how she became a principal dancer for New York City Ballet, the most prestigious ballet company in the US, right when she was like 20. And now, is also a part-time student with a full full work course load and also a mother as she's still dancing. It was so inspiring. I also had the opportunity to interview some other amazing alumni. Another conversation that I remember really vividly is with a woman named Vanessa O'Brien. She was an executive in finance in corporate America and then she quit her job and decided to become a world-class adventurer and holds the world record for reaching the highest uh, peak on earth as well as the lowest summit or I don't know you call under the ocean to be honest with you but in a submarine under the ocean lowest point of earth and in the future she wants to go find um, an abandoned ship she also wants to go into space Um, and really made me question what I was doing. Because my goals are definitely not that lofty, but anyways, amazing conversation. So it really has been a blast speaking to them.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you. Most of my goals are very land oriented, (laughs) but that's me personally, but that's great that people are venturing elsewhere. Daniel, how about you? Any, anything on your end that really sticks out from some of the interviews that you've done?
2: Yeah. So it's been kind of a dream to be able to use this platform just to reach out to folks and say, I'd very much to talk to you. One conversation that I had recently that meant a lot to me was with a professor, uh, Michael Posner, who was the former assistant secretary of state for democracy, human rights, and labor in the Obama administration. And I got to, of course, ask him about his life story and what brought him to where he is today working at Stern, creating really the first human rights focused center at a business school. But then also just got to ask him some human rights related questions that I had on my mind and get to hear this incredibly thoughtful response from somebody who's had such an accomplished career was really fascinating. But I also really enjoy the conversations that we have with our classmates. I had a chance to to interview some of just the people around us. And we have these, in many cases, surface level conversations where we talk about what people want to do and what they are hoping to do what they've done in the past. But a lot of times we don't get into these really deep conversations. And the show is an opportunity to understand our classmates at a deeper level. That's part of our goal is to make people feel comfortable on the show, much in the way that, Al, you've done for us today. And so that's been a wonderful opportunity to get to talk to those folks. One that's coming to mind is a classmate of mine named Ben Sperling, who founded a nonprofit. Prior to coming to Sterns, he was a Teach for America fellow, and he was in Atlanta and then founded a nonprofit that exposed people in high schools to potential jobs. He realized that people had a certain path that they saw as potential career options, but they didn't understand the full breadth of opportunities that were out there. And so his goal was to expose people to all those different opportunities and getting to hear that story. I I knew what he did before, but I never got to hear the whole story behind it. And it was really interesting to hear his motivations and why he came to get an MBA and then what his goals are afterwards. So I've enjoyed those conversations just as much as with the folks who are already 20, 25, 30 years into their careers.
0: Thank you both for sharing those. I think those are two uh, great examples. I'm sure there are, are many others. And a couple of things that stood out to me were, number one, I think you both touched on this, but. There's so much richness in the full-time program, but that's one program of of many. And even just if you think about from a very outcomes focused perspective, I presume that many of your classmates in the full-time program, or maybe even yourselves, might want to work at some of the companies that some of the people in the other programs are working at right now. So even from if we just looked at it from an outcomes-focused perspective, like there's a lot of value in breaking down or, or finding ways to bring all the different programs together. But in addition to certainly learning about the stories and the experiences and the I think the other thing that stands out is, and you both touched on it in terms of this idea around community. And part of the reason why you chose to come to Stern, but community is much more than just your name, rank, and serial number and what you did and, and where you want to go. There it's a it's there's much more to that if you um, don't find avenues to learn about or unpack. It's a missed opportunity. I think it could be a missed opportunity. And so I think this experience, it sounds like for both of you, is an, is an avenue not only to get that for yourselves, but to share that out with others and to expose others to an, in new ways and in new forms. And so that's what sticks out to me.
2: Yeah, Stern prides itself on this notion of finding people with high. IQs and high EQs, which I always thought was a really interesting way of marketing the school. But it's definitely something that I've found to be true in my experience, where you have people who are not only brilliant and accomplished, but with a deep emotional understanding of the folks around them. Mm -hmm. And Stern Chats is just one of those outlets, where it shows the power of that community to want to actually connect on a deeper level and create something more than just these professional connections and a strong professional network. We're doing our part to kind of catalog that and create a lasting record of that IQ plus EQ, but there's a lot of people doing the work that makes Stern a great community, whether you're involved, whether you're one of the 15 or 16 folks involved in Stern Chats, or if you're involved in many of the other activities that we have to offer.
0: For sure. Both of you, thank you so much for being here and joining me today. And just to maybe close out because to bring this full circle. So Daniel, you talked about how when you were a prospective student, you learned about NYU Stern through Stern Chats. So I guess maybe just to end this, I mean, we'll start with you, Melanie. What should uh, prospective MBA students know about Stern? What do you want to tell them? What do you want them to know now that you have, I don't know, a couple, a minute to share? What should they know about Stern?
1: Yes. So... It's been uh, said a lot in this podcast, but the community really is extraordinary, very collaborative. Everyone really wants everyone to succeed. So that's the first thing I would share. And I think on that note, actually, I would tell prospective students to reach out, right? Reach out to first years in the community, reach out to second years, see what their experience was like. We're more than happy to talk about our experience.
0: Great. Thank you. And how about you, Daniel? What do you want? perspective students uh, to know.
2: Yeah, I think the MBA experience is built on three pillars. There's the academic experience, the social experience, and then the professional experience. And Stern does a really good job of giving you a really thorough, deep experience in all three of those. In all three of those pillars where you have the opportunity to reach your next career Opportunity because it's an incredibly strong school for finance and tech and consulting and social impact work. It's an incredibly diverse experience in terms of the professional network that people do afterwards. Socially, I think we've talked about that and enough, <laughs> and Melanie did a great job talking about that. And then academically, I've had the opportunity to learn from some people who I respect a lot and people who have done incredible things in their lives. And not only do I learn from the professors, I learn from the other students. So for me, it's been able to check all three boxes of academic, social, and professional. And that's been exactly what I was hoping for from an MBA. And it's exactly what I got.
1: I couldn't agree more.
0: Great. Daniel and Melanie, uh, thank you so much uh, for joining me today, uh, for talking about Stern Chats, what you've learned and giving our audience what they should know about NYU CERN. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much. Thank you. Hi, everyone. LD here, and thank you so much for listening to the MBA Insider Podcast. If you liked what you heard, make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and to write a review. It will only take 15 seconds. I'd also love to hear what you've been listening to on the podcast and any suggestions you have for how we can improve. Find me on LinkedIn or head over to mbaschooled.com backslash podcast.